0: This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show.
1: A recent hacking attack reportedly exposed over 140 million credit files of Americans. How serious was the data breach? And how can you protect yourself against identity theft?
2: This is not very nice news to receive, but once your personal information has been compromised in this way, you really can expect that it's compromised forever.
1: Then... A former FBI defense tactics instructor explains the steps women can take to avoid becoming a criminal target. Create a blueprint, a plan of action. In my 30 years in law enforcement, I've seen both men and women not be able to even dial 911 when their child was injured or they were being victimized in some criminal way. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's show. Stay with us. InfoTrack begins right after this.
0: InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.
1: Here's your host, Chris Whitting. The recent data breach of a major credit reporting agency exposed a vast number of Americans to possible identity theft and other types of fraud. How bad was it, and how can you protect yourself?
0: With this story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Beth Gibbons. She's the executive director of the Privacy Rights Clearinghouse, a nonprofit organization that focuses on consumer information and advocacy on the issue of privacy. So can you give us just a really brief explanation of what happened with the Equifax data breach and how serious it really was?
2: We don't really know the specifics fully but it has something to do with a website application gone wrong what we do know is the dreadful news that 143 million data profiles of individuals who have Equifax credit reports and just about every adult does their personal information has been compromised
0: how can someone find out if their personal data is part of this
2: well you can find out by going to a website that Equifax has set up just for this. It's Equifax Security. 2017 dot com. Equifax is E-Q-U-I-F-A-X but I've been reading and hearing some troubling news about this particular website I've used it to sign myself up and also sign up somebody I know who didn't want to go online to do it it worked fine for me but I've been reading stories in the news of people who've been having actually quite a bit of trouble with it we recommend people do sign up and you can get the free credit reporting service that they are offering for one year at no charge. So, you know, give it a try. I don't know if you can count on it 100%, but I don't think you have a lot to lose by signing up.
0: And you mentioned the free credit reporting that Equifax is offering for one year. Mm -hmm. This data could be used five years, ten years down the road, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. One year isn't sufficient. We watch data breaches quite closely, and there have been a few major breaches in which the breach company has actually offered two years of free credit monitoring. But once your personal information has been compromised in this way, you really can expect that it's compromised forever. This is not very nice news to receive, but we do tell people to just assume that your personal information has been compromised, Equifax breach or not and that you need to take precautions and steps every year, just the same as you might be filing your taxes, you know, buying birthday cards for people. Just add it to the routines that you take care of every year. And, of course, the main routine is order your free credit report from the three credit bureaus once a year. You have that right under federal law.
0: But if someone is opening credit accounts under your name, setting up Mm -hmm. a new identity or whatever, is once a year even sufficient? I mean, they no. could have done that months ago.
2: No, actually it's not. And in a case like this, go ahead and take advantage of the free credit monitoring because that will give you access to your credit report on a more regular basis. But in addition to that, just, again, build it into your consumer habits from here on in and take advantage of that free credit report through annualcreditreport.com. But, no, in this case... You don't want to rely on just ordering that credit report for the one time a year. Also, in other situations, let's say you're about to buy a car and get financing, or maybe you're refinancing your home or buying a home, or perhaps signing up for a new credit card. In those situations, your credit report will be checked and it will be used to make a decision about extending you credit. That's actually a good time to check your credit Beforehand and see that everything is okay and you're not dealing with, for example, errors in your credit report.
0: Our guest on InfoTrack is Beth Gibbons. She's the executive director of the Privacy Rights Clearinghouse, and we're discussing the massive data breach at Equifax, one of the big credit reporting agencies, that affects 143 million Americans. I've read several recommendations that consumers should put freezes on their credit files at all three of the big credit reporting agencies. Is that a good idea, and how does someone go about doing that?
2: Yeah, actually, that's a very good idea, and that is our top tip when we get inquiries from individuals about what should I do. A freeze essentially turns off your credit report. It makes it inaccessible, and that means it's inaccessible to the bad guys, but it's also inaccessible to the good guys. So if you know that you're going to be applying for credit in the near future, if you do freeze your credit report, you get a PIN, and you've got to hold on to that PIN, and then you can unfreeze it for a specific period of time that you indicate, and that gives the credit issuer the ability to go in and see your credit report and make that decision about extending credit to you and then you freeze it back up. It does cost to freeze. We think that security freezes should be free to everybody and that, you know, you should be in a state of freeze, for lack of a better explanation, all of the time as a default and that you simply unfreeze when you need to. And, you know, if that were the case, there wouldn't be 143 million people right now concerned about becoming a victim of identity theft because of the Equifax breach.
0: We should note that while it appeared initially that Equifax was going to reap a huge windfall in fees from consumers who wanted to freeze their credit files, after several days of consumer complaints, the company finally did agree to waive those fees until November 21st. Now, this does not appear to apply to the other two large credit reporting agencies, so this breach will still end up costing American consumers hundreds of millions, if not billions, of dollars in fees. Beth, why has the U.S. Congress not tightened the regulations on these credit reporting agencies?
2: I suppose the main reason is that industry has a great deal of lobbying power and sway in Congress. There are an awful lot of things that I think could be done to level the playing field for consumers. We have no choice. We have to have those credit reports. We rely on them at critical times in our lives, like purchasing a house or getting a loan. I think that Congress does need to do more, and we've mentioned a couple things. But One, of course, is that security freeze for all, and security freeze as the default. And perhaps with this dreadful and far-reaching breach. Perhaps they'll be motivated to do something. I guess we'll see.
0: you think this is going to cause a lot of consumers to simply throw up their hands and say, why bother even worrying about my Social Security number or checking my credit report because it's all just out there? These companies are not really taking care of it anyway?
2: Well, you know, actually a lot of people do say that. We hear that, and I can fully understand it. But it is important to do what you can to protect your Social Security number. And I realize, as I said earlier, I think just about everybody's personal information is compromised all the time, Equifax breach or not. But, you know, it's important to do things like... Don't give your social security number if you don't need to. If you're being asked for it, say, by your doctor's office, you know, ask why and ask, how are you going to secure this? How do I know that your systems are not weak in terms of security? You know, make sure that those who ask for and require your personal information know that you are very concerned about the security of your sensitive personal information.
0: Beth Gibbons, the executive director of the Privacy Rights Clearinghouse. Beth, give us your web address.
2: Yes, Privacy Rights dot o r g and privacy rights one long word and then it's dot o r g we're a nonprofit organization
0: well thank you very much for joining us today
2: thank you very much i appreciate talking with you and for InfoTrack,
0: i'm roy mackey
1: next steps women can take to avoid being a victim of crime or assault that story coming up you're listening to Infotrack. more after this